Hi, this is the Social Jello with Angelo show. My name's Angelo. I'm a social scientist, surfer, martial artist, and a whole lot of other things. Coming to you live from Kasai City, Japan, the Social Jello with Angelo show. What's up? And welcome to Social Jello with Angelo. I am going to do a first on the Social Jello with Angelo podcast, and I am going to say the names right. I have Claude. And Glenn Fraticelli here. Did I did I do it? Well, kind yeah. of, but Claude has a different last name. <laughs> oh well, I mean, I, Claude. I'm I, just I, kidding. I have Claude the Third. <laughs> is that is Cla- Claude Lawson? Claude you Lawson. I at least I said the name right. Uh, that's that's, that's <laughs> a huge improvement for me. So I want to thank everyone for coming on here. Um, today we're talking about we're talking about mind set now uh i'm not sure what the title will be when this is released but we're talking about mindset spirit and mind and the sometimes neglected leaves of the clover for those of you who have might this might be your first show um we're all well i'm I'm making i'm making a lot of assumptions here we're all kaji kembo practitioners um claude right you're (laughs) okay okay okay. all right so i'm not far off on this and um, if you don't know what Kaju Kimbo is, at the end of any one of these shows, there's a little What is Kaju Kimbo podcast. You can check there at the end of the show to see what that is. It's a martial art that comes from Hawaii. Now, that being said, this is not the Kaju Kimbo podcast. This is a bit my disclaimer. I keep saying this in case anybody's watching this and they're like, oh, he's doing this Kaju Kimbo podcast. No, it's right there. Social Jello with Angelo podcast. It's just because I do Kaju Kimbo. A lot of Kaju Kimbo guys are here. So there is this thing, as you can see over here in the corner, is a little three leaf clover in the middle of uh of my patch i can't speak for everyone's patches um but if you do follow kajukembo or look at kajukembo you'll notice there's usually a clover around a lot of the different schools have a clover somewhere in their emblems or symbols or logos and however they put it a lot of people don't know what it means um let's just start with that because right we're talking about you know you mentioned spirit mind sometimes neglected leaves of the clover so i guess hopefully i'm not taking us on a side path already but what does the clover symbolize and i'll let you figure out who wants to answer that if you both want to answer it go for it historically or which could be quick okay you know, that's, that's really a club when, when you look at a deck of cards that's a club right so in the early days they had hey we got to come up with our patch or away our emblem um that they ended up with the club um, whether it was for a club, karate club, kempo club, or something like you know, the stories were told in that manner. I, I talked to someone who was there, but it evolved in kaju kempo as the spirit, mind, and body. So the three leaves of the clover, and it represents sijo, right? Also, but the three leaves of the clover is spirit, mind, body um, together, and this is what we train, or should be training. Uh, okay. <laughs> And um, what, so and like I said, you said mindset. So what does this mean for both of you? What is, what is, what is this, this, because we, we say this in the middle, I don't know, I say, I say we, I have to stop making these generalized statements. I, <laughs> I, in the beginning of class, I grab my belt, I get, I have a bunch of Japanese students and I tell them, hey, grab your belt, belt respect, salute, mind, body, spirit. And in Japanese, it's really easy to be like, okay, well, mind, okay, yeah, cool. Body, yeah, I get that. Spirit. Uh, the translation of spirit. 
uh, uh, it's this thing within you. And then like, I have to go like in this little side path <laughs> and try to translate just spirit and try to make it like, you know, and some of them are adults, they get it right away. The kids are just like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, so what, what is this? What is this, right? We, we talk a lot about, about this mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit. What's this mean to, to you? And I'm going to pass this on to, since Glenn spoke earlier, I'm going to pass it on to Claude and then Claude, uh, we'll pass it on to Glenn right after that. Well, this is a funny, the, the funny thing when it comes to the clover and, you know, the, the uh, unification of the mind, body, and spirit. Um, for me, it is um, me training the physical portion of it, you know, hitting the bag or sparring or what have you. Um, that's the body part. The mind part is also the perseverance. And because training can be hard, it should be hard at times, not all the time, but it should be hard. It should be taxing. It should be something that like you sow your techniques into your soul, your spirit, all right, to where you start moving, you start, and you know this from training, so do you, Glenn, after training for so long and, and being proficient at something, you start to move, you start to anticipate without consciously thinking about things, okay? So that is the essence of the mind, body, and spirit, where you put those, all three of those things together to where you're moving, same thing through life, moving and training and being able to react without necessarily thinking about it, actively thinking about it. So those are the aspects of, in, in my life that I try to, try to bring those three things together in a nutshell. How about you, Glenn? Well, when I look at <clears throat> mindset part of it, um, which to me is hard to look at it separately because mind, uh, body, mind, spirit is always as one non-separated. Without one, the others can't exist. But I try to look at the mindset is the ability to bring your full consciousness and attention into the um, application of whatever your goal is in the moment, um, in time, um, and continuous, right? So it's what my focus, what my capabilities and abilities bring to that focus um, that allows me to succeed in whatever I'm doing. That's the mindset part for me. I'm set. I'm good. I'm, I trained it, done it, ready, move. Mindset. And, and whatever gets in the way, it's an adaption, right? You adapt. Move here, move there, whatever. You know, just like in the flight, just like going in a job interview, just like walking down the street, driving your car, all of that mindset. And it applies to everything in your life. Everything. And that's, what, that's where maybe some people may, I won't say go wrong, but they forget that all of this is intuitive. All of it is a culmination of all that in every aspect of your life. Living a martial arts lifestyle is that portion of it. You have to have all three together. There's no separation of them. And you know, it's it's cool because like, I'm, I, like, so martial arts is this thing, and Kaju Kembo, because we do Kaju Kembo, we all do Kaju Kembo, but for anybody watching, martial arts is this thing that the only, well, you know, there'll, there'll be money involved. If you go to a place to train, there'll be some money involved. But it's usually not, a, it's not as much as a degree, right? I have a degree True. in psychology. I have a we master's know. degree in psychology. I, we know. <laughs> like, it's, it's not that, it costs way less. <laughs> but, yes, it does. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, the physical effort that you put into it costs way more. Oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's a weird thing, right? Like, we, if we're talking about money, and even if you look at money, there's 
if, if you keep if you're like we were talking about off camera the, the obsession we have of training <laughs> the money does add up to uh, i think at this point maybe because at one point you get your psychology degree and you're done and you're done like from there you maybe you put some more research in on your own but the cost is capped um the cost is never capped yeah. in, in your martial arts training especially those cold payments when you get it too hard you have to go through the doctor <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for that yeah. tooth right <laughs> that tooth or that broken nose yeah, yeah. Blonde, blonde nose his neck he had surgery his shoulder he had surgery you know, he's broken yeah, the back surgery, back surgery. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. So like so, I said, it's, it's, it's a, it's it, costs. A, it's, it costs. And it, but the, the reward is this thing that is immeasurable, right? It, it might go into, a, it's, it, I don't want to say it's easier to walk into a dojo than it is to a university, but there's definitely martial arts, there's more access to it. There's less access to a university. Yeah, you really... You can't, you know, you really have to stay. And I came, I grew up in a rough neighborhood. It was not easy to walk into a university. It was easier for me to walk into a Kaja Kembo school and have to deal with maybe getting my ass kicked than going into a university. That seemed like impossible. That wasn't even on the the list of things I thought would, I was capable of. But martial arts, martial arts, Kaja Kembo helped me realize it could be. And I remember sitting there one day, and I'll let you guys ch- jump in on this kind of idea this mindset idea i was sitting there with a sociology professor and uh and she said she was sitting down and she was telling me you know in sociology it's just never gonna end i had a i was a triple major i measured in sociology psychology and human development so i'm doing Mm -hmm. three majors at once and she's like you know i don't know how you could do all these things at once but um you're doing it which is amazing but i just want to let you know it just never ends and I start laughing. She's like, why are you laughing? I'm like, I'm already doing something that never ends. This is, <laughs> this is nothing new. <laughs> this is nothing new for it's me. I'm already there. This is nothing new for me. I'm a black belt. She's like, oh, wow. And then she said, this all makes sense now. So you know what it means to be disciplined and set your mind to something. So, there it is. Yeah. So you go. That first day in the dojo, right? Your first class, right? Yep. You get there on time. If not, you're doing push-ups, right? So here we go is the beginning of your training of that mindset. I need to get there on time. So the next time, I don't want to do pushes, I'm getting there on time. Now you're on time, right? You get your belt tied right, finally. Then it's right, then it's right, then it's good, it's right. You know, then it's sloppy, it gets taken off, throw it down, you know. This is the beginning and the development of that mindset, the ability to get in there. I mean, I think uh, Claude and I have a one-up on it, on many people because we, we spend a lifetime in the military too, right? Yeah. I did yes. 30 years, what'd you do? Did you 26. do about 26? 26, <laughs> I did 30. So we already had a little bit of but we were doing martial arts before that. Yes. You know, we were younger. We were, you know, I, I was a little kid. You know, I didn't, didn't know what to do. Walked in there. So that you're exactly right. We've been doing this. And the mindset is developed. However, if we could think about this, and, and Claude has ideas on this, it's amazing that we do it because we have to. But now we can consciously make the effort to do it right, but that much greater. If we consciously bring these trainings, so I'm at time at dojo, I could be entertained anywhere else. If I, if I bow and have respect at the dojo, I can have respect, not necessarily bow, but whatever, you know, cultures are different, right? I can do that anywhere else. If I can listen and learn, I can do that anywhere else. Because this mindset starts to develop there. Now here's, here's something, um, Angelo. Just, just that second ago, we are all degreed. Everybody's got, you know, been to college forever in a day. Um, to walk into that university, 
or college or what have you. What mindset did you need to have to step in there versus the different mindset that you may think you may have had, had to have to walk into that dojo? I understand that there are qualifications and certain things you have to have to walk into a school. However, if you change your mindset for the person that's thinking about it, you can walk into a junior college for near to nothing and get that process started so you can bring yourself to a university. When you're walking into a dojo, how many times do you hear from students and, and friends that they went past the school so many times because they were intimidated and what they thought, they thought was their priority or their fear prior to going into it or their roadblock prior to going into the school. Once they got in there, they found that there was plenty of paths within the take. They could have gone to any school that they wanted to. So it's always there. It's just our mindset to take that walk or to take, you know, step into that door. It's just changing your mindset. <clears throat> like Glenn was just saying, everything, every aspect in our lives, as far as our martial arts applies to that, okay? We see a challenge, we walk to the school. We, when we first went in, we couldn't really do a kick well. We couldn't do it well, but after doing it a thousand times, throwing a kick is like breathing. Just like getting up, giving a speech. The first time you do it, it's the scariest thing in the world, but you apply that discipline and that kick and you do it. You just step in there and you let it happen. You stop thinking just like you thought, stop thinking about the kick. Kick is a kick. Now, giving a speech and talking in front of people or delivering a message is something that becomes a habit, something that becomes part of you. And now a speech is a speech. Talking to someone is talking to them. Teaching a class. Anyway, I can just keep going with this. Yeah. <laughs> but you understand, yeah. it's, it's, it's the, once you've done it, once you've changed that mindset and whatever task it was or whatever uh, obstacle you had, once you take that first step, your mindset changes. You look for that next thing, just like we do. This is a journey for, of a lifetime for us, doing martial arts. And you can, at this point in your life, you couldn't really think about doing anything else or living without it. It's like, it's like breathing. Without martial arts, a lot of things that I've achieved or done or accomplished, if you will, wouldn't have happened to see it through. You know, I had to fight to, you know, Stand up there and, like you said, you're talking, you're giving briefings. Yeah. First few times, man, you shake, but you stood up, right? Knees, knees used to shake in a horse squatting position, right, for a long time. So you stand up there, you feel you get that mindset. It's like, I, I can handle this. I ain't going to get hurt. I ain't going to get punched in the mouth. I'm good. Exactly. You know, so there are all these different things that come up. But without it, you might just say, no, nah, that's not for me. And maybe it is, but you have that fear to step into it, right, and understand, oh, man, I survived. Now, let's go one step further. Now, you had talked about the, the response. Now, was it Victor Frankl that said before, uh, stimulus and response, you have a choice, right? In between the stimulus and response, we have a choice to act. We take it this way. In martial arts, we want to throw that choice away. We want to have stimulus, spawn. So it's that echo, right? Respond like an echo. So there's no like time to think it out. Our mindset is already acting. I don't know how many times you guys felt this, but during your martial arts career, you almost started moving for that block before it, the punch was even thrown. You were kind of just there. That's what it is, right? It's all of that development, all of that mindset, all of that flow state coming together. 
You know, and I think we're talking about this for a good reason. And I think now, if we could consciously get into the minds of martial artists or anyone, that the more you intentionally train this, the better things can be. And I'm not saying the greater, because it's not about a hierarchy being better. It's just the better you can be in your art, um, in your home life, uh, at your work, at your job, more flowing, you know, more understanding. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just, and it hap it's just, it's in there. It's baked in, right? It's baked in. I, I, I'm going to go past Kaju Kembo and even say, even those, and I know a lot of, I'm going to try to avoid this topic because this can be a completely different podcast. <laughs> but, but even within go. styles that are considered the quote-unquote soft styles. Because we, we come from a hard style of martial arts. We all come from a style where, where we make contact with each other. But if you walk into, and I'm going to use this generalization, I'm pretty sure I can use it on this one. If you walk into any style of martial arts, even the softer styles, what's baked in is this idea that you have to do this thing and you can't give up and you're going to see it through those values. And you're going to go through the, you're going to start at the bottom. Everyone's going to be doing this thing better than you, whether it's jujitsu or Tai Chi or karate, whatever style we, we can, we can really generalize here. Kickboxing, everyone, you all have a belt system, but there's going to be a pro kickbox. You're going to come in. You're not going to know what you're doing or boxing. You're going to come in. You don't even know how to put your wraps on. <laughs> right <laughs> i don't know how do i put my wraps on right so like you're gonna start at the bottom and you're gonna start working your way through and then things that you never thought were gonna be expected out of you are gonna be expected out of you and you're gonna be there for it and you're gonna be asked to be there for it and this is just this is a trait that you like you, you both were saying this can be applied to anything this can be applied to anything you're gonna end up public speaking I hope it doesn't scare anybody. Anybody who's thinking walking to, I don't want a public school. I'm not going in. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> so like, so like, but you were going to end up public speaking. You got to teach your class, speaking. right? Yeah, you got to teach your class. And you're going to make mistakes. And yeah, you're going to get yelled at. That's a different element right there. You know, if you go to a, when, um, so I started in junior college. So like when I was in junior college, we had to take a speech class. Um, and I was delivering, uh, I was, de I, I ended up on the speech and debate team. Never thought I, that would, I never thought that would happen. I just, I just gave a, gave a speech about, what was it? I, I did a speech. I did one on Kaji Kembo because they said they wanted us to do a physical one. Can you do a physical, can you, can you do a physical uh, speech about something physical? I'm like, I think I can do this. <laughs> so like, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I think I have a few things in mind for a physical speech. So, but what happened was, when I was doing this and when I did my first speech, yeah, I was nervous, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, I'm not going to get yelled at. Like <laughs> if I make a mistake, I'll get a grade. I'll get I'll have a little private time, but my, my instructor was strict. Like <laughs> my, His favorite saying, Angelo, go up there and show everyone uh Palama number one, Pinyon number one. All right. That's not bad, but that's not what I showed you. Oh, I've been there. <laughs> oh no. Oh no! I hear you, man. He's not in there. We're just gonna, I'm gonna throw that concept to, to you guys, and you guys can share experiences on that one. See, they exactly the same thing. I was like, let me see this. Let me see this form. Let me see the pinion. I show him the pin, and he goes, "Yeah, 
Those are the movements. At least, obviously, I was missing the. You see, you said, I was missing that spirit. I was missing something in there that he just. Yeah, those are the movements. Keep training, and he walked off. He just walked off. And there's a level of humility in that. I know I got the I, I got the the uh, the steps correct, but I was missing something. Yes. You know, I just went through. I just went through the motion. There was no. There was no emotional content. You know, there was no me in that. And again, I can go back with life. You have to put you in every single thing that you do. Absolutely. That's my Your flavor has to come out or it's not yours. And it won't be true. It'll be artificial. Okay? So another thing that blends from the martial arts over to, 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 to your regular life. That's why they can never be separated. But yeah, I've been there, Angelo, and it's it's humbling, right? And it makes you it makes you feel uh like you need to get after it just a little bit more. It didn't break my spirit. It built me up. Yes. It made me more determined. I'm sure, and I'm sure that's what it did to you as well. Yes. You see, I mean, all of that is definitely mindset. And what do we do before we step up there and do that form? Right? Bring it in. <laughs> Taking it to the fight, right? I always tell folks I train with, I said, when you're doing any movement, and you have no opponent in front of you, have one up here. Yeah. That movement, I, I used to teach many years ago and we used to do this form called free form, meaning create the fight. I want to see it, it has to make sense when I see and watch. You have to be in it. I have to see that fierceness. I have to see that execution. I have to see that balance, that flow. And there's no messing up because in a fight, it's everywhere. So imagine it, it's coming at you and go. And so these are the things, what is that building? Mindset, right? Mindset. And, and what, what do we feel like when we walk some, I feel a little safer. Yeah. I have a better mindset about walking into certain areas that if I didn't have the confidence that I can handle the situation, even run, well, can't run anymore, getting too old for that. So I got to fight better, right? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't running, I'm fighting. So, you know. Um, exactly. The idea is, though, my mindset is there. And when you have that mindset, you tone it down. You don't have to puff. You don't have to be, you know, you tone it down, you walk in, you have a smile, because it's easy. And there's no reason for that conflict. Half the time, you, you, you got it right there. Yeah, 90% of the time, as you're saying, Glenn, about conflict and having the, the, the peace of mind, one, and, and, and the strength in character yes. to understand that, where you're at in your life, is this confrontation necessary? And you win the fight here versus physically. If you can avoid it, that's fine. Go home. Nobody wants. Nobody wins a fight, honestly, unless you happen to get the first knockout shot in there. You know, nobody <laughs> wins a fight, honestly. Nobody does. Um, no matter what, if you win or lose, you're still going to go home sore, and it's going to mess up your day. <laughs> However, if I win this fight internally first. There's no fight externally. There's nothing. There's a walk in your life back to what you were doing and the important things in it. Um, I was kickboxing years ago. Uh, I wanted to learn how to fight. I wanted to make sure what I what I knew, what I was training worked. I was at a kickboxing school. My instructor was a kickboxing, boxing instructor. And uh, I had a chance to spar with some guys in West Texas, North Texas, South Texas, US heavyweight and middleweight kickboxing champions. They're like, man, you want to go fight? 
I'll fight you guys. I'll spar with you guys and get you ready for your fights. But I never had that in me to want to go out there and do it, even though I did fight a couple of times. I fought four times. <laughs> um, the confidence you build through your training, right? The intestinal fortitude, the mental toughness gets you to a place where the fight is not necessary. Yes. You're constantly so walking with confidence. And what, where's that, that, that fight? Like you said, the fight is here. That fight first is with that ego. Yes. Hey, you can just sit down now, ego. Let the ego sit down. The more you practice that, the more it goes away. And what does that come from? Developing a good spirit, right? a good center. Being that, you know, that kindness, that lovingness, that good central ability to know that my ego is just my ego and it pops up every now and then and I have the stimulus response, you know, so now is when Frankel was right, this, you know, stimulus response, I have my choice and if I step back, take a sacred pause, the spirit arises and says, yeah, because it's been trained like everything else. It's that training that we want to do. It's that spirit training. And I'm not talking religion, right? That's inner development, that, that inner space and the inner peace development is the hardest work you can do. Because no matter what you do on the outside, if that inside is in turmoil based on past experiences in life, it's going to come out, it's going to be in here, or it's, you're going to, it's going to be enclosed, there'll be battles going on in your mind, you can't sleep at night, you know, you have this restlessness, all these things that go on, disease happen after that, but it's all about bringing that together, and it brings and feeds that mindset, you know, and our training can get us there, and you know, these aspects of it need to just be more developed, and I think one thing, and I'm going to go into it now, that we do not do enough of is discuss and talk not not all arts not all dojos not all teachers but we don't discuss and go into the inner spirit enough that's what hooked me in the 70s in gong fu was the master that never fought i remember the 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 the, the llamas i mean they were always just holding their beads boom until they had to <laughs> then it was it was gone <laughs> but it was all peace until the no the last thing no anyone could do anything except physical, they had no problem. They had that peace within. So, and, and, and sharing this and talking about this is more into what I have passion for than anything. Because if you walk that way, if you develop that, the more you can do this and not this, right? First, student, first thing I tell my students, it's not how many people you knock down, it's how many people you help up. Absolutely. That's what makes you great. So, you know, these three things, mind, body, spirit, spirit, body, mind, whatever direction you put it, are all one. It's you. You have to develop them. Take the time. The essence comes out. Why are you going to have to Um, yeah. So, um, in addition, Going back to what I said earlier about me going to junior college and being back in college in that setting, the fear, that's really what it was, was fear. Fear that I wasn't good enough. Fear that I was surrounded by people that didn't grow up like me, not, not in the same sense. Um, 
and thinking that junior college and a, and a university were two different things mm-hmm. that, that that environment um and when i got out of junior college they had that question right i was like you're about to get your associate's degree you can get your associate's degree or you can transfer to a four-year university what do you want to do and I told myself, all right, I guess I'm going to go to this four-year university. Um, and I was scared, really scared. I didn't know what, what I was going to encounter. And when I got into that place and that big university and it was off newer buildings and I was, now I'm surrounded, at least in junior college, I was surrounded by some people that were in the same neighborhood as me. Some people had the same background as me. Now I'm in this big university, old. I was old for college age. You know, I was already married. I was already married. Family and everything. I was uh I was <laughs> twenty right. I was twenty-three, twenty-four, around twenty-three, twenty-four, right? So I'm there with all these kids. They're 18, they're coming out of high school. Some yeah. of them are still in high school. Like they're really like the savants, those really smart kids that graduate early. I'm surrounded by kids. And you know how you ever had that nightmare where you, you're still in high school? And like, and all of a sudden you're, you're not wearing your pants or something, you're shirtless. You're like, oh, everyone's there to be hot. And that's exactly what I felt like. <laughs> that's what I, you're not alone. <laughs> so that's exactly what I felt. I was like, oh, yeah, it's, it's happening. This is not a nightmare. <laughs> it's not a nightmare. And, and I wasn't naked, but I felt like my, I felt like everyone was staring at me. Was, Everybody's looking at you. Yeah. Like, it's either, I'd walk into a room and if I wore for some reason, like a polo shirt, some of them expected me to either be the professor or assistant professor, since they're all looking. They're literally looking at me as I walk. We don't need to teach. Yeah, I, I sit in the front of class like he's a student. <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> but yeah. Marshall, the mindset, right? The idea that I fo- to focus, to focus past all that. That was one of the reasons I sat in front. I'm gonna sit right in the very front. Statistics say that people who sit in the front get better grades. I'm gonna sit right in the very front. I'm gonna make eye contact with the professor. This has nothing to do with any. I've been reading this book. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Oh, and, I heard that. And it's not, and it sounds like really negative when you put it that way. Like, oh, that sounds awful. Like, you know, that. and no, the way the author describes it, and I think his name is Mark Brown. I'll, I'll look that up later. Um, the way the author describes it is we're, we are bombarded by stimulus nowadays. We're bombarded by stimulus on social media and day-to-day life. Just bombarded by stimulus. And there's a certain time you have to say that I only have a certain amount of fucks that I can give in a lifetime. And if I start giving a fuck about everything, then I, it's overwhelming. I won't be able to get anything done. And I have ADD, so that's a real big problem for me. So, so, so I would sit in the front and I would zone in with the professor and I had to just not, I had to put myself in that mindset the same mindset you put when you're when you're meditating, and you know, I don't know some people are like meditating and spirituality. I'm not talking about meditating in this religious sense. Um, I'm talking about meditating for yourself. Whether whether you want to pray and you feel like that's your meditation, that's great. Whether you just want to breathe, but just this time where you just kind of zero in on there's only you at this moment in time, and then grab you and dwindle it down to nothing, and focus on this thing that you're trying to do. And that I want to say that's that's the thing that comes from martial arts to say that. I'm going to let go of the fact that I'm I'm sometimes in a class full of little kids, right? That's not the first time. Again, back to the mindset. I walked to this university, I'm surrounded by 18-year-olds. But you know what? I've been in this situation before. I've been a white belt in a room full of kids who are way better than me at this. 
right? And I just let that, I let go of my ego. I let go of the fact that this eight-year-old can do a, this eight-year-old, <laughs> my, 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 uh, my Sifu's son, I, I went to my first Wushu class thinking I was going to, I don't know what I thought. I thought I was going to be, I thought I was going to be uh, David Carradine or something. So I, <laughs> my wushu class. And he's like, all right, Angela, you've been, since day one, you've been telling me you want to do Wushu. And it's like a year in, no, no, a little less than a year in training. So today, congratulations. No one showed up to class today, just me and my sons. And I was like, okay, a bunch of little kids. Okay, I will care. They could, I, I'm sure I can keep up with these kids. And his son is like, okay, all right, so let's work on the wushu skip. All right, uh, all right, go go and go and show Angelo the aerial. <laughs> all right. I got, I got a long way to go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, okay. see if we can I work on a cartwheel today. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, baby steps. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna grab that idea of mindset, spirituality, meditation, and thought to you to you too, uh, and see what you what your thoughts are on it. So meditation is deep for me, right? So. When I think of spirituality, it's all inner, right? So I I really love all the great teachers of wisdom out there. But I, a daily meditation or two for me, first thing in the morning, brings my mind to a slower pace, right? And at a slower pace, I can um, uh, really be in tune with what's really happening. And all that stimulus that we have before I get to that, because it will come, I have that peace of mind, you know, it's that whole... If my thoughts are not in my in the moment, then I can't give everything to that moment. See, you can't be caught up in just worrying about that future. So yeah, the meditation part, you know, the aspect of just sitting, right? I, I do a daily meditation, like I said. Um, the act of sitting and calming the waters of the mind allows me to approach every moment. Um, and sometimes I could get there by, because I practice it daily. If I come into a situation where there's a lot going on, like you said, I take that, I call a sacred pause, right? Take that deep breath, it brings me into that state and I'm there. Another thing that happens too is you get this flow state. You know, you guys heard of flow state before, but the ability to get into a flow, especially when you're moving in the arts, where the body, mind, and spirit are just sync. They, they're in sync. So everything that you're doing just kind of flows in a way that's unobstructed by thought, right? Too much thought thinking. You know, it's like when you're in a, in a sparring match and you hit someone, oh, you start, you know, Feeling that inside, and your ego kicks up, and then oh, <laughs> then you can't do it again, right? You, you can't get that technique again, or you, you get disrupted by it. But in that flow state, if you can maintain this, your your ability to move and have that just stimulus response without that judgment in between, it just it it happens more often, not always, more often. Um, so I, I'm thinking, you know, for me when we speak spirituality. Is that daily practice, that working the inner strength, the inner peace, um, having love and compassion. I mean, everyone says you have to earn my respect. I, I always say I respect you until you lose it, right? Um, and, and then it's hard for me to maintain that because 
I kind of let, let those things kind of wash. Um, everybody has a bad day. Um, so the practice of sitting meditation, powerful for me. Um, as far as myself, I, I began meditation with just trying to find some peace of mind, um, some peace quieting my mind because I was always going, 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 going. There was always something a martial art. I trained in so many martial arts. When we get a chance to sit and talk, it's, it's just insane. Every couple of years, I got a new art from the time I was about five years old. So um, just trying to quiet, find some quiet so that I could focus, so that I could be whatever it is I wanted to be. From there, I used to, I was a control freak for the longest time and I used to try to program uh, my dreams or my waking portions of my day. I would uh, constantly do repetitions of certain things in my mind, just constantly, whatever it was, whether it was throwing a kick, whether it was running, whether it was uh, giving a speech, whatever it was, I would run those things through my head and then I would go back to that calming place and find that peace, that quiet. And well, eventually I got to the point where I could drown things out. So for me, going through different stages um, got me to the stage where I started doing movie meditation, where I was doing Tai Chi for a while. Um, I started doing my pinyons and just wrapping them all together in one continuous form all the way through and not stopping. I did the same thing with self-defense drills. I said the same things with counters. I run through all of them without stopping, but it wasn't me going hard. It was me flowing to eat from one to the next, to the next and finding peace in that. And then I got back to my peace and quiet where I am in my life right now, where I sit and find that quiet, calming, listening to my breath and just being in whatever moment that I'm being in. Um, and everything goes in stages, you know, you go, expertise i don't i'm not sure if i'm an expert at anything but uh <laughs> as you go you become more proficient at certain things so for me right now it's just being and what in that moment and every moment of every day and i remind myself of it constantly like i said i said on a different podcast i i set these affirmations for myself in different portions of the day i know them by heart but when it comes to my phone it makes me actively in that moment and think about them so staying present and flowing through my life each and every day is my form of meditation and spirituality, so to speak. So one thing on that real quick, I want to say, you know, I would like to see a day when, uh, and not all of them don't do this, but I would like to see a lot more dojos, instructors start to instill early on um, some type of moving meditation, meditation, whatever you want, all that breath work, um, inner development, peaceful development. Because the way things are in this world, we gotta train better humans. Yes. And these are our future leaders. And as they go, they'll touch 10. Everybody touches 10. Just your that 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 selflessness, that work that you're doing, we're all connected with them. Whether you believe it or not, if you can look what's between what Bruce Lee was saying, like a finger pointing way to the moon. My thing is is between me and that moon nothing because if it was a little off kilter we'd be gone <laughs> you know it's an integral part everything is you're an integral part of what we do everybody we come across something happens here you know? hopefully it feeds down to the heart self and you can just like good you know i, I mean 
teaching this and training this is very important for everybody. Whether you're a martial artist or not, I like to go into dojos and help folks out. Little meditation classes. I work with some guys who are full contact fighters, uh, UFC fighters. Well, not UFC, but MMA fighters. And uh, their flow state's on. They say, man, I go in there and take that sacred pause. And I'm rocking. And I'm rocking. It's like unbelievable. I go, you're not thinking. I go, he goes, no, I'm doing it. I'm in that moment. I, I hear nothing, but my pads, you know, it works that way. Without that goal, right, of hurting someone, it happens because everything you do is full expression of body, mind, and spirit. So. I can do a whole other podcast. Yeah, we can. <laughs> about, about the goal of not hurting someone versus hurting someone. That's a completely, that's a great topic, and I really want to cover it. Um, and I'm not going to go on my rant that I want to go on. I watched your podcast, Angelo. I, yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm stopping myself. I'm stopping myself right it. here. I'm just gonna say thank you so much <laughs> for sharing your thoughts on mindset. Um, there will be a part two, a part three, part four, part five. I don't like to even call them part two, part threes, part fours, yeah. part fives. Because if, if you've been following my show long enough now, you'll notice that there's like a cycle of guests that that come that I, I mean i'm behind in production anybody watching this episode i'm so sorry i am behind in production but um i used to say i'm releasing one of these a month and lately i've been doing like once a week because i'm just trying to catch up but um yeah thank you so much for coming on the show sharing your ideas on mindset and we're gonna do more of this so stay tuned um i don't want to give you a date because uh then i'm just gonna <laughs> i don't want to put a date out there because it's gonna mess everything up but i will say that I, this this is the Social Jello with Angelo podcast, a, a podcast about psychology, believe it or not, and martial arts. Uh, lately, a lot of martial arts. And I, I do really want to go tap in a little more into that psychology, a little more into that. Psychology talks about spirituality. It doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be religious. It can oh, be. Really? And if that helps you, then by golly, that's great. I just saw, okay, man, here we go. <laughs> I try to get this done. Under one minute, under one minute rant. Just if you can get it, if you have, if if uh, if you get if you get a chance, uh, George Foreman. Just saw the movie about George Foreman and his life, and his spiritual journey comes up in the middle of there. And I'm not a I'm not a very uh, quote unquote religious person. And there was a moment I was explaining to my wife, and she was like kind of tripping. She's like, "You you really like really like George Foreman goes to this. Thing. I don't want to give spoilers about the movie. But he goes to this thing. It's just changing his his outlook." And it's very religious based. It's very religious based in in, in Christianity for him. Right. And and my wife looked at me. She's like, "You're agnostic, but you're like really feeling his journey." I'm like, "Yeah, like this. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be which which tool, which path, which what right. spoke to him right. is irrelevant to me. I, I'm 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 more really wrapped in that that spoke to him." And that change in him, it, it, I, and I was sitting there teary-eyed. She's like, she's like, you're not even Christian. I'm like, like, but I mean, hey, that change in him, I felt it. I felt that change. That change right there, that's the change that I would only hope for any of my students to go through Absolutely. in their journey. He found it in box. Two things I two things I don't do. I'm not a professional boxer. I do Kajikambo. There's some boxing. He's a completely, he's a boxer. 
And and he said, it's in a total to my wife. It was like he's like a total different person. But you, I'm like, but I can find that relate. There's a, there's a relationship there, Absolutely. and there's a similarity there that he's tapping into something that I understand. So now, you know, on that real quick, I know this, yeah, yeah, right, right. you got to give me ten. One second. I gave myself a minute. I can give you ten. Okay. So all I need is ten. That spirituality, that path, is really the process of unlearning our conditioning and coming from within because it's there. Don't have to have words, don't have to have a book, don't have to have a place, it's all within. If you keep tapping into it, it's gonna speak more and more. Intuition is a guide. It's not always words and that's okay because we're animals and that's good. All right, brother. One of my instructors, Patrick McDaniel used to say, uh, simplifying that is what comes from the heart touches the heart. Absolutely. All right. All right. Now, for reals, thank you for watching Social Jello and Angelo podcast. Please like. After 40 minutes, I'm going to ask you to like and share with your friends. This is a test of whether you stuck around that long. <laughs> I can say that first. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather have only the real fans, only the real fans stick around know. this long and share it. So I appreciate you. I appreciate you, Glenn. I appreciate you, Lakan. Thank you so much. Thank you. And- Catch you all next time.